1: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
2: When the occupational therapist Diana Ma Jones uncharacteristically missed an appointment, a coworker went to her house to check on her. As he opened her unlocked door, he was met by the obvious signs of a struggle and a blood-soaked kitchen. When the Vancouver police arrived to investigate, they learned that whatever horror started in the kitchen ended in an upstairs bathroom. The double murder of 65-year-old Diana Mott Jones and her 68-year-old husband Richard Jones was as brutal as it is senseless.
3: Welcome to an all-new season of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. This season, we dive into the most horrific unsolved murders in history. From the Black Dahlia murder to the unsolved murder of the Lady of the Dunes. Join us every Tuesday on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. As always, we thank you for listening.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the True Crown Never Sleeps podcast. In this episode, we will know about the man who killed two people and said he thought he was in a video game. If you have any thoughts on this case, let us know by sending us a tweet at True Crime NS or leave a comment in the comment section below. This is the case of rocky rainbow way named Cam. Cam told his father, an engineer from Hong Kong, a big fan of Sylvester Stallone. Leading to naming his son Rocky Rambo. Wei Nam, meanwhile, means powerful male in Chinese. Cam moved to Vancouver a few months earlier after graduating from the University of Calgary with an economics degree and was walking around Marpole, jobless, always reading comics and playing video games all day. A judge at a van- the Vancouver Double Murder Trial ruled that a defense expert's opinion that the accused may have been in a gaming consciousness at the time of the 2017 killings is admissible. The ruling allowed the defense for Rocky Rambo to close their case with closing arguments, which began quicker than they thought. Cam admitted to killing Richard Jones, 68, and his wife, Diana Ma Jones, 64, on September 26, 2017. But maintained his plea of not guilty to two counts of first-degree murder. The defense argued that Cam, who had previously described his obsession with video games, was suffering from a mental disorder at the time of the murders and believed he was he was in one of his games. Cam's lawyers called clinical psychologist Dr. Edward Shen to the stand to back up their case, testifying to Cam's mental state. Uh, Shen's testimony was given in the voir dire trial within a trial, to determine whether it will be admissible as evidence. During the testimony, Shen told the court that during an 11-hour session with Cam, held two years after the murders, the accused remembered killing the couple in their Marpole home, but could not speak to his intent. Perhaps Mr. Cam was operating in a game consciousness, he suggested, adding that the accused might have anticipated gaming consequences instead of real consequences. She told the court that during their session together, Cam told him he was shocked when Majo and Screamed after Cam made his way into the couple's Marple home, a hatchet in one hand and a pocket knife in the other. According to Shen, Cam didn't know what to do because characters in a video game don't scream. Shen further testified that he hit a wall during the session when Cam was asked about committing the violent crimes. He felt no remorse and no anxiety, the doctor told the court. Quote, he could not give an explanation why he didn't feel these feelings. Under a cross-examination, Crown argued Shen has no training in forensic interview techniques and has no, profound, no professional experience interviewing people who claim to have, quote, gaming consciousness. Ultimately, Madame Justice Guerreau disagreed and allowed Shen's opinion to be admitted as evidence into the trial proper. Rocky Rainbow Way The defense argued that Kim, who had previously described his obsession with video games, was suffering from a mental disorder at the time of the murders and believed he was in one of his games. Cam testified he spent as much as 15 hours a day playing violent video games like Skyrim. He even provided play-by-play commentary while his lawyer played the game in court last week. At another point, Shen said Cam couldn't explain why he stabbed Richard Jones over 100 times. Quote, Because in a game, when you hit a person, a person dies. If they don't, you keep hitting the button. The court heard that Cam's DNA was found under Ma Jones' fingernails which Crown says came from Ma Jones scratching Cam's face during a struggle before her throat was cut. Several witnesses have testified that a knife and a blood-stained hatchet were found at the scene of the crime, which Cam admitted to purchasing in a Canadian tire about two weeks before the murder. Cam admitted to killing Ma Jones and Jones, but told investigators in the court he did not know why he had done it. In cross-examination, he said that since he didn't react to the killings, he was not sure if he had actually killed the couple. He also testified that while driving their car, he suddenly woke up and realized he was doing something wrong. While they attempted to claim that Cam was in an altered mental state or fantasy, the judge said his actions, wearing gloves during the crime, hiding from a passerby, and taking a shower when he got home, indicated he understood the possible consequence of killing the couple. She also noted that gaming consciousness was not a scientific term nor was it a mental disorder. Quote, it is my opinion that little if any weight can be given to Dr. Shen's opinion that Mr. Cam may have been in a gaming consciousness at the time of the attacks, which may have affected Mr. Cam's ability to understand the consequences of his actions. The characters in video games do not wear gloves and do not dispose of evidence. She added that at one point during the trial, Cam agreed that taking the hatchet out of his backpack was not like pushing a button in a video game and having the hatchet appear in his hand. During the proceedings, Cam occasionally tilted his head to the side as he listened to the judge explain for two hours the reason for her decision. The judge said that while Cam may not have left his house with the intention of killing the two, he had time while hiding behind the tree and while he slowly killed Jones with more than 100 strikes with a knife and hatchet to weigh the advantages and disadvantages of his actions. Planning and deliberation can be brief, she said. Throughout his interactions with police, clinical psychologists, and with lawyers in court, Cam did not express any emotion about killing the couple, nor did he express any remorse. There was no indication Cam was horrified at what he did, even when viewing autopsy pictures. Jones was 65 years old and a respected occupational therapist. Mr. Jones was disabled and known as a kind and generous man. Friends, family, and members of the community submitted victim impact statements to the court. The statements all described the devastating effects of the deaths of Ms. Ma Jones and Mr. Jones had on their friends and family. The judge said it was clear that the murders have caused lasting emotional pain as well as fears about personal safety for those who knew the couple. No sentence will ever restore them to you. The court extends its deepest sympathy to the family and friends of Miss Ma Jones and Mr. Jones, the judge said. And while discussing this case, one cannot skip over the effects, the alleged effects of video games. Violent video games are significantly associated with increased aggressive behavior, thoughts, and effect, increased physiological arousal, and decreased prosocial behavior. Violent video games affect only a small fraction of players. The facts? Though there are good theoretical reasons to expect some populations to be more susceptible to violent video game effects than others, the research has not yet substantiated this. That is, there is no consistent evidence for the claim that younger children are more negatively affected than adolescents or young adults or that males are more affected than females. There is some evidence that highly aggressive individuals are more affected than non-aggressive individuals. But this finding does not consistently occur. Even non-aggressive individuals are consistently affected by brief exposures.
0: Playing violent video
2: games like Doom, Wolfenstein 3D Mortal Kombat can increase a person's aggressive thoughts, feelings, and behavior, both in laboratory settings and in actual life, according to two studies appearing in the April issue, the APA's Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Furthermore, violent video games may be more harmful than violent television and movies because they are interactive, very engrossing, and require the player to identify with the aggressor, says the researchers. And that's all we have for this episode of Murder Monday on the True Ground Never Sleeves podcast. However, before leaving, I'd like to introduce you to our sponsor, a murder mystery game called Hunt a Killer. Hunt a Killer is an immersive murder mystery game told over the course of six episodes. Each box may include police reports, newspaper clippings, notes written by suspects, financial records, physical trinkets, and right now, Their season, Curtain Call, deals with a very cold case from the 1930s, in which a famous stage actor disappeared after an argument during rehearsals, only for her body to be found in the modern day. The owner of the theater reached out to a private eye, your contact, who was too busy to take the case, so they sent it to you. The way the game's design keeps you in this world is one of the most charming aspects of each box. There's even a virtual desktop for you to log into if you want to see all the evidence as virtual files instead of the physical papers in the box. This in-universe computer also includes notes on how to crack a series of common codes, many of which are, of course, used in the adventure. When you figure out the details you need to nail down in each episode, you have to email the answer to your contact at the fictional theater, the one who hired you with a specific subject line and an answer for whatever question was asked in that episode. I like to have fun with this sort of thing, so I wrote a pretty long email detailing our process and was delighted when the character wrote an equally long response back. The response was clearly pre-written just to tell me if I was right or wrong, but it still felt like the reality of this fictional world worked in a fun and internally consistent way. These emails, which conclude each episode, also may include their own clues and point to possible twists in the story. So if you're interested in checking out Hunt a Killer, visit Huntakiller.com. Use promo code TCNS for 20% off your first box. Check them out today. And thank you for listening to this episode of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Share with us, share with us your thoughts on this case. Send us a tweet at True Crime NS or find us on Facebook. Thanks for listening.
3: Thank you for listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Follow us on Twitter at True Crime NS. Like us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps. Send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash true crime never sleeps slash message. Tune in next week for an all new episode.